Hey everybody, welcome to Media Review Pod, a variety podcast of discussions, opinions, and interviews focusing on the entertainment side of media. My name is Richard Santiago, and today we'll be talking about Universal Studios' The Invisible Man, a movie which I assume was inspired by the uncredited H.D. Wells novel and written and directed by Lee Wonell. As always, you can tweet at us using the Twitter handle at MediaReviewPod and the hashtag MediaReviewPod. You can also send us an email at MediaReviewPod at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or suggestions. Or you can just leave a voicemail by calling 407-603-5847. Now today we have two returning guests who will be joining me to unveil the mysteries and surprises of this movie. As well as provide me some... Distraction from the woes of our current state in this, our planet Earth. You remember them from our Lion King episode. My dear friend, theater enthusiast, and filmmaker Adolfo Busso, and actor and filmmaker Oscar Giovanni. Welcome back to the hey. show, guys. Hi, Richard. Thanks for having us back. Yes. Hey. So uh, I'm happy to have you guys here for the COVID apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, or as Cardi B will say, coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, exactly, coronavirus. It's getting real. Yeah, very real. So this is what we're going to be doing today. Um, and it's going to be a little bit different because I just want to talk and maybe vent with you guys a little bit. We'll, we'll talk about the movie and other stuff, but I just want to start with the obvious question. Do you guys have toilet paper? <laughs> we do, we do. We have uh, plenty of uh, supplies. Napkins, a bidet, yeah. All right, and you guys are in Puerto Rico, right? That's correct. Yes, as of right now, yes. I just came from Washington State. I was in the, in Washington State on a vacation when all of this happened, and I was scared that I couldn't get back to the country. Hmm. Luckily, luckily, I did before. Things got heavy in Puerto Rico because right now we're in quarantine. Like very restricted quarantine. And how, how's how's that working for you guys? I mean, are you are you able to to go get some groceries and stuff? Uh yeah. Uh, I I use some on, on, online services. Okay, there are some yeah, that supermarkets works. here that can uh, bring you the, the stuff that you that you order uh, to to your house. Um, and we did a big. Uh, we went to the the supermarket and we did a big big uh, shopping. Uh, okay stuff so yeah we're we're prepared for like two more weeks okay all right and, and they, and they extended it for two more weeks right that's correct that's correct and the curfew and and, and the, the the restrictions has gotten uh harder okay uh, so stronger so uh, yeah because as of now where uh, the curfew is at 9 p.m till 5 a.m but then it's going to start being at 7 p.m till 5 a.m okay and you can be on the streets depending on the last number of your license plate that's yeah. going to, to to begin uh next week okay so it's an even odd and then that depends on what they go out okay yeah now yeah. now would you get fined if you're on the street and it's not your turn is that how it works yeah yeah uh, there, there has been many many, many arrests for, uh, for oh, people yeah. after yeah nine. not really only, not only a fine yeah yeah you're only supposed to be on the streets if you're going to the supermarket, the pharmacy, or oh, uh, you have uh, medical appointments or anything like that. But you're so, or if you uh, you work, is on an essential uh, job. Okay. But you're you're supposed to be yeah. on your home twenty four hours. And it's five thousand dollars. What? We have been 
yeah. we have been on a, on a, on a two weeks uh, purge. Okay, well, you know what? Good, good, good for her. Good for the governor. I think, and 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 this this is just very personal. I think that's what should be going on here right now. I mean, everybody should be on lockdown. Period. Yeah, it's Puerto not. Puerto Rico was one of the first uh, countries, the places that that enforced that. Yeah, and now uh, many many states are 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 taking that into consideration. Yeah, well, they're doing it here, county by county. Um, right now, uh, here in, in, in Orlando, we live in Orange County, and they, they the curfew started last week, and the stay-at-home order started yesterday. Oh, wow. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's rolling it with, with different uh, 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 counties. I, I don't think that's going to do much. Um, just shut everything down, period. Exactly. And I know it's gonna probably mess up. It's already the the economy's already messed up. Mm -hmm. yeah. But but th doing it county by county is just gonna prolong it. I mean, it's just gonna go mm -hmm. on for longer. And I don't even know if it's sustainable. I mean, yeah, because each 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 new day is going to be a a, a reset button. Right. Exactly. It's going to be two more weeks. Two more weeks. Well, right now, um. The United States uh, infected, they crossed over the hundred thousand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's more than China. So yeah, yeah it's and, and oh oh. And by the way, for for our future listeners who haven't who don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the coronavirus, the COVID nineteen. Uh, we're going through a global pandemic right now, and uh, they're urging people to just stay at home and practice uh, physical distancing. Just wash your hands. Don't touch your face. All that good stuff, and it's affecting every industry, uh, including the industry that we're going to be talking about today, the film industry, which is hurting really bad. <laughs> we're talking about cinemas closing down. Everyone who works there, they're they're just not there. I know of a guy who has his own um, theater, and he's he's uh, selling popcorn. That's how he's getting through. Um, and we have films that have been canceled or pushed. Like the movie that we were supposed to review, what, two weeks ago? Uh, Mulan. We were supposed to do an episode on Mulan. We had to basically postpone that for whenever the movie comes out. Um, and they're transitioning now to video on demand. Um, and that's probably going to go on for the next month or so. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I think that's a very interesting debate that the industry is going right now. Should we launch the movies right now mm -hmm. or should they uh, deserve uh, a theatrical release? Yeah, some some movies were made for the theatrical release because they're big budget films over the hundred million dollars and you know they, they need to get that money back mm -hmm. and the only way to do it is in the theater, not by streaming. Because the experience. Of, yeah. Yeah, I mean unless they would charge like I don't know, like fifty or sixty bucks to watch <laughs> it at home. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it would be it would be tough to to kind of recoup all that money. Um, and as a matter of fact, I saw the Invisible Man uh, as a VOD because uh, we we can't go to the theaters. I mean, all the theaters here are closed. Disney World is closed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's I mean this is this is bad. Yeah. Uh, and you know the the state that things are right now, we 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 know that it'll it'll eventually get better, but everyone's on edge with this uncertainty no one knows when it's gonna blow over and 
we can go back to our our regular lives. So, you know, um, now we have a lot of time in our hands. And <laughs> I've been able to watch some stuff and catch up. Um, but before I go into that, if I have time, um, first I wanted to relitigate something that we spoke about and we talked about on our previous conversation. And this is about cats. I still haven't seen it. I know you guys have seen it. So, <laughs> yeah. what's the verdict? Well, we went to the movie theater to see it because uh, we, we had to. Uh, we, we love. We, I was going to anyway. We love musicals, and and we, we needed to find out what what was the the what fuss the about. <laughs> um, it wasn't as bad as I thought originally it was going to be, but but it was weird. It was weird. Uh, we saw uh, the the re-released. Uh, improved version, quote unquote, uh, all of the effects. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the special edition. <laughs> yeah, special edition. Um, the George Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> but it felt weird, long, uh, visually, the, the sets. I, I, I don't know. It, it was a, a strange experience, and I couldn't wait for the film to end. Yeah, the problem too was the story. Uh, which is the same one as the musical and I don't think it translated well mm. to film mm. you know like the the story is basically just cats introducing themselves mm. through song so there is no story just lots of cats dancing and then they go on to the next one so so yeah but as Adolfo said uh, I kind of enjoyed it because I think it's for a specific audience the the, the musical theater audience uh, they isn't there's no talking it's just songs and I think the songs are dated, uh, um, and the visuals there were just no there was no fixing that because it already had the uncanny valley thing. Mm -hmm. I, I think they would have been better if they have done the, an animated version like uh, with Puss in Boots, mm -hmm. like all like real cats instead of humans trying to be cats with a, with digital fur, which I think is unnecessary. Yeah, just because you can do it doesn't mean you should. Yeah. As Ian cats Malcolm with, would say. Yeah, cats with human <laughs> features, uh, either human with cat's features. Yeah, just they look like a bad episode of The Masked Singer or, or, <laughs> or Cat in the Hat. So really weird. Yeah, well, well th this movie had a, a very big problem in their hands. I mean, li like you said, the CG was just not great. Uh, you know, ever since the public saw the, the preview it just it was mocked endlessly yeah and they even went back and quote unquote fixed it right yeah and re-released it, it did look kind of better yeah. than the trailer okay all right but it, they, but it, it still had the uncanny valley yeah. because you still have a person yeah uh, <laughs> with fur and human hands like a cat in the hat type of, of, of thing okay yeah, and it, well, speaking of CG, there, there's another movie that came out this year which had a similar problem in that it required some digital surgery to, to kind of fix the movie. And I, I'm talking about uh, Sonic the, the, the Hedgehog. Um, so the, the preview for this movie had Sonic, the main character, who looked almost too real and very different from the original video game design. However... Uh, I think, and, and you know, it, please tell me if you disagree. 
I think that they did a, a fantastic job with this. I haven't seen Cats. I only saw the preview um, and some uh, stills from their quote-unquote fixed job. Uh, and it still didn't look great. But mm -hmm. with Sonic, I mean, this was an entire change in, in, in design. Um, and I, I really liked that movie. I mean, it, it CG aside... I really, really mm -hmm. like that movie. It, it was very enjoyable. It's for a, a very specific audience, um, but it had a very simple, straightforward story. And the characters I really enjoyed, especially Jim Carrey, who seems to be back <laughs> into yeah. his old Ace Ventura exactly. antics. Exactly, yeah. And that I love. I mean, he, he mm -hmm. plays that character, uh, Dr. Robotnik, with such gusto. And you know, it's <laughs> a joy to see that he hasn't lost his touch. Um, but an anyway, I think the difference here is that Sonic, um, they had a, a, a design miscalculation. So they went in there and postponed the movie and released it when it was ready. And for Cats, on the other hand, they had, they had a, a, a conceptual miscalculation. And even though they went in to fix it, the concept as a whole, like you guys were saying, having these people be uh, a, a, a mixture of real people mm. and CG. It was yeah. already baked into what the movie was. Exactly. Plus, they only had, what, like weeks to redo the, the VFX? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. wasn't going to really work. And, um, and it's sad because cast, uh, Cats had like one of the best casts ever. You have a lot of famous people there, like good actors, good pop singers, uh, and and it's really a shame. It could have been so much better. So, did you guys like Sonic? Did you see it? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. It was, um, it was very funny. Very funny. Uh, not just Jim Carrey, but overall, mm. like Sonic and the human. It was very funny. Yeah, I think that the movie benefited uh, from the from the changes that they made to to the to the title character. Mm. And but on, unlike Cats, this this was a fun movie. It was a fun, <laughs> fun, fun, fun movie. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that they could have released the movie with the old version of Sonic and it, it will, will still would have been fun. Mm -hmm. Maybe it will, it will look weird, maybe, uh, but it was still going to be fun. And of course, cats, you have seen cats every day. You know what a cat is supposed to, to look like. But Sonic is a, is a fictional character. Of course, cats doesn't sing and dance. Mm -hmm. But but, but this, this is a fictional character that it, it, it works better to have this CGI uh, character playing along with the with the human actors. Mm -hmm. What and were you going to say, Oscar? The company listened to the fans, mm -hmm. to the reaction, and actually did something. You know, not many people do that. We, we live in a social media generation where, where everybody has an opinion, mm -hmm. and those are the people that are going to buy your tickets. Like, if they say, no, we don't approve of this, they're not going to go to the movie theaters. Uh, we, we saw it in a lot of uh, the movies. We saw it with Charlie's Angels. We saw it with Cats. Um, and Sonic was going to go down, down that road if they didn't fix it. And when they did fix it, lots of people, lots of the, the fans and people that weren't fans said like, oh, hey, they listened to us. Maybe we should support this. So I think that benefited the movie. And the thing is, it's is like the highest grossing a video game adaptation. Mm -hmm. It beat out. It beat out Detective Pikachu. So the gamble paid off. 
and and it was fun to see Jim Carrey again. Yes. Uh, as, Absolutely. As we grew up with him. Yeah. yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. We, we we're seeing the movie. I'm oh my god, I see it's Ventura. Yep. Uh, I see that. I, I, I saw the Riddler. I, I saw, I'm, I'm seeing the Riddler. So it, it was fun to see um, him doing that type of character mm-hmm. again. Yep. Yep. All right. So. Before we go into talking about The Invisible Man, I, I, I thought it would be appropriate to mention uh, Universal Studios' Dark Universe. Um, oh, yeah. So, Oscar, you are the horror movie <laughs> expert here in this panel. <laughs> um, can you tell us a little bit about The Dark Universe? Okay, which Dark Universe? Like the originals or the one that they tried to make and Failed. Yeah, because that one. That one. This has been going on for a while. Uh, I didn't see Dracula Untold, but I am told that that was kind of like the seed. Yeah. <laughs> like they wanted to. I did see the mommy. Mm-hmm. And the thing, the the thing was, uh, they had plans to the dark universe, and when they saw that the mommy, uh, Tom Cruise mommy version, wasn't working, wasn't trending, they really got desperate. And that's when, when they photoshopped the Dark Universe uh, with all the actors that they were going to cast. They had Johnny Depp, Javier Bardem, mm-hmm. um, Russell Crowe, which is in The Mummy, uh, and Tom Cruise. They photoshopped that and made a whole statement that the Dark Universe was going to happen to see if, if that generated interest into seeing The Mummy. Mm-hmm. Because the public didn't, didn't, want, us, didn't want to see it. Um, and that's what happened. <laughs> the Dark Universe, uh, even the, the announcement didn't work, didn't help The Mummy. Because it was kind of like, I'm not going to say a bad movie from the start, but it was very, uh, very traditional, uh, I thought, in my opinion, mm-hmm. uh, kind of movie. Very, very dated kind of movie. Still have the things like from the 80s and 90s that wasn't for this generation. Right, right. And for, for our audience, um, when, when we say the Universal Studios dark universe, this is this was supposed to be their version of like a Marvel-type connected universe, right? Where you had monsters like Dracula and the werewolf mm-hmm. and Frankenstein, and they would each have their, their own movie, right? And then exactly. eventually they would come together, what, like, a, like an Avengers type of... <laughs> <laughs> That's how, the, the thing is, they're very. We can talk about various things. First, uh, they have they have been trying to do this before. I don't know if you saw the movie called Van Helsing uh-huh. with Hugh Jackman, yeah. where it, that that movie by itself is kind of like the whole universe because you have uh, the movie starts with Quasimodo, then you have uh, Dracula, you have Frankenstein, you have the Wolfman. So they tried to do in one movie the, the whole universe. Now, after the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, was a successful, everybody and their mother wanted to have their own cinematic universe. Yeah. Um, and I was really excited for the idea of Dark Universe. I still am uh, because I, I love these monsters growing up, even the classic one. I still have some of the classic movies um, right here. Mm-hmm. My favorite my favorite being The Bride of Frankenstein. Okay. Um, and, it, and that was... After the Tom Cruise Mommy, that was going to be the, the second movie to hit with Angelina Jolie, The Bride of Frankenstein. So I was very sad. It was a sad day when they announced that they were not going forward with that. Um, but yeah, they, they, 
also there's a TV show called Penny Dreadful that had lots of those characters too. Okay. Uh, even and the the movie League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Right. Uh, with, with what's the actor? Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Yeah, I was gonna say Indiana Jones' dad. <laughs> yes. So yeah, the the interest of these characters over over the years is still there. So they just need a, like a good script, a good cast, and you know. They have to do it. If they're going to copy Marvel, they should do it like like they did it. And they did it like starting with each own monster having its own movie, uh, a good movie, an origin movie, and then combining them. Yeah. You, you, yeah, you, you don't try to jump the shark, you jump the fence. You start up, start up slow. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that, that was Warner Brothers' uh, mistake. With uh, with Justice League and all of those, and, and also because yeah. which movies were affected in the DCU? The solo ones, the Wonder Woman and the Aquaman one. Those right. were the effective ones because they had their own story. They didn't try to combine all of them by force. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, hopefully, um, they they they're able to kind of turn this around um, because that that. The Mummy movie, I didn't particularly like. Like you said, it it feels dated. It really does feel dated. And I love Tom Cruise. Um, mm-hmm. I might not agree with him, uh, you know, in in real yeah. life, but yeah. um, as as an actor, I'm I'm a diehard fan. I mm-hmm. I love all the Mission Impossible movies, except number two. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, and, and it had Russell Crowe. But it was just, I was just, when I was watching it, I, I was just bored. Um, and it's yeah, very yeah. unfortunate because, like you said, they had this this photo basically touting that this was going to happen. And it was basically dead on arrival. Um, but, yeah. but, Richard, while I was watching the, yeah. the movie, yeah, I, I felt that the, that the movie was struggling to define itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's genre. The, the, the humor it looked forced, and it it lacked the fun that, for example, Brendan Fraser uh, franchise has. Mm-hmm. Um, and they tried tried to be scary, but it looked funny. The ah. CGI killed it. Yeah, well, CGI I... doesn't belong in horror. <laughs> yeah. Well, here, here's 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 what I think. Um, with the Brendan Fraser version of the Mummy. I think that worked because they were basically, I don't want to say copying, but copying Indiana Jones. Uh-huh. Indiana yeah. Jones. And that yeah. formula, if done, if it's done well, it works. <laughs> it really, really works. Yeah. Um, I, I also compare it to, to a movie like, uh, like National Treasure. Yeah, exactly. Which is, you know, you're, you're, they're searching for something, but it's fun. It's really fun. You have fun characters. Um, and yes, there is CG in the Mummy and the that that Brendan Fraser one, but it's not overused. Of course, if we go to the Mummy two, then that's that's another thing. <laughs> we have a yeah. digital The Rock or whatever the hell that was supposed to be. Yeah, the um, Scorpion King. But the original Mummy it uses it, well, not the original one, but with the one with yeah. Brendan Fraser number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the CG that they use there works. It's not overdone, um, and it's it's a really fun movie. With this new Tom Cruise version of The Mummy, there was no moment that I said, 
yeah, this is fun. Let's go on this adventure. Let's, I don't know. And it's, okay, if you're not going to go there, then The Mummy is supposed to be a horror movie, right? So make it scary. But it was kind of like a middle mishmash of it. And yeah, it just, it just yeah. didn't. And you know what? The color I associate with that movie is gray. Gray. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's just yeah, a gray, yeah. ugly movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, soulless, lifeless. Right. Yeah. And so, I began to get interested in the movie when it ended. Really, really. When we're going to see now Tom Cruise character, uh-huh. uh, what he's going to to do now. Yeah. And, and, and fighting with his evil. Yeah, and so. Well, we, so, we so you're saying the ending of the that. movie should have been the end of act one. Yeah. 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 It, it, took, so, it took a lot of, a long, a long, long, long time. Just, just like set the, everything up. Just like Fantastic Four, the last one. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, well, yeah. I, <laughs> well, that that last Fantastic Four had a lot of issues. Um, yeah, production the issues, movie... post production issues. Yeah, script issues. I mean, I was ugh, that yeah, was the whole wreck. movie felt like an act one. The, the whole movie was just act one. Like mm-hmm. they needed to do that quicker. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> um. So he, here, here, I'm hoping that with this new movie with uh, the invisible man that Jason Bloom is able oh, to kind of get the reins of this quote unquote universe and turn things around if 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 they do that and they allow him and and Bloomhouse to to take over the dark universe i think i think that could work i really think that could work uh, well, J- Jason Bloom and his company—they've made what over the past fifteen years, or, or maybe more—they do very low-budget but incredibly successful movies, and they spawn sequels and spin-offs that make money, which is which is key. I mean, if if you're making these movies with this, uh, they make them for what, like five million dollars, and when they come out, the the uh, the opening weekend they're usually in the 20 millions right yeah and just you know by opening weekend alone yeah and that's gravy that's that's gravy so uh, I, I don't know if that's what's going to happen do you know well i've always been been a fan of jason blum um since uh paranormal activity mm-hmm. which is like the first time i i heard of him and his studio system that is like like you said a low budget movies um uh what was your question again do you is is he gonna take over the dark universe that you know? They of? don't. Okay, they they're not talking about a dark universe, even though all of the interviews, uh, the interviewers asked that. Uh, but Lee Wanell, which is the director and the screenwriter, mm-hmm. uh, say that they are focusing on this film, which is like they should do, yeah. and then see if it's successful enough. They will do. They they will talk about the the dark universe, but right now. The only thing in the works is the Invisible Woman, okay. but it's not related at all with this story. Uh, that movie is with Elizabeth Banks directing and and starting. So I don't know now. I, I don't know now with the success of this Invisible Man and the way it ends, if they're going to continue that project with Elizabeth Banks the same way, or maybe try to tie in together the two. Uh, also, James Wan was producing. A Frankenstein type monster, so 
there there have been talks about individual movies of this monster they they don't talk they don't want to talk about the dark universe as a whole okay so i'm 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 crossing my fingers that if if they allow jason bloom to to kind of steer this mm-hmm. in the right direction that we'll see more movies that are not only successful but fun to watch. Um, I call I call Jason Bloom like the Kevin Feige of horror. Yes, because he does have vision. So I, I'm pretty sure that he is right now thinking about that. He think like, oh, if they could just let me do the Dark Universe, <laughs> I, I know what to do. Yeah, but but they don't talk about it. But I know he's thinking that because he has that mindset. Okay, so so I'm I'm curious because uh, the first time we spoke. Uh, we, we after after we recorded, you you told me that you really liked horror movies, um, and I'm just curious what's what's your relationship with this genre? Oh, uh, well, <laughs> it started very young. I don't know. Uh, I maybe it's because of my my mom and my aunts. Uh, I grew up with Candyman, with Friday Thirteen, with Chucky. So I, I always love things dark and, and, and bloody. I, I've never was afraid. I saw Dracula, the, the Francis Ford Coppola mm-hmm. one, at a very young age. Like I was four or five and I was impressed. I, I like the color red. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Like the, the, the first part of the movie, which is his life as, as Vladimir, is very bloody. And I remember my mom caught me watching it because it was on a VHS tape. That, that had Sister Act. I was supposed to watch Sister Act, but uh, I did the rewind button till the the very end and saw Dracula. And I was just mesmerized. And she was horrified. Like, oh my God, what are you watching there? And I was just, oh, okay. And I remember the same thing happened with Scream. Uh, I did, uh, I took a VHS tape and then I saw the first part of Scream, which is phenomenal with Drew Barrymore. And I was just in awe. I've always liked, Horror. I, I, wait, wait. How, how old I... were you when Scream came out? Uh, it was '96. I don't. Know, I think nine, nine years old. Yeah, but it was on VHS, so I, I, I don't remember exactly if I saw it like that year or. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Nine years old. Okay. Yeah. My 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 oldest uh, boy. He is. Uh, he's nine. Okay. And he still hasn't seen any of the Marvel <laughs> movies. Okay. Um, yeah, we we try and keep him. We try. <laughs> we, we try and keep him as pure as possible until they start <laughs> asking stuff, and then and then. Okay. But my mom, my mom tried but failed <laughs> with me. <laughs> yeah, I was mischievous. Yeah, I mean that doesn't mean he doesn't ask what certain movies are. Cause he sees, he sees posters for movies like it, uh-huh. and, and he says, "Is is that a violent movie? Is that a scary <laughs> movie? What is it about? Does, does exactly. the uh, th- does the clown eat children? <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so stuff like that, stuff like that. Um, but any anyway, okay. So 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 this this genre is is very close to your heart. Yes. Um, and w- when this movie was announced, were you were you excited about it? The thing is, uh, I didn't know much about it. I, I didn't know much about it. I just knew that it was good. Uh, I saw a lot of uh, 
the YouTubers that I see praising it. Okay. And I and I told my friends like, hey, let's let's go see this movie. I didn't know. Okay. Then I watched the movie. When it ended, I said, wow, this was a really great written movie. Uh-huh. And then and then I see directed and written by Lee Wanell, and I would just oh, gasp. you didn't even like, know that he was the director. No. No, and and the thing was like, but duh, because I've been a fan of him since Saw, you know, uh-huh. his first movie with James Wan. So I was like, of course, it was well written. It's freaking Lee Wan L. He he knows how to do these things. So I was very impressed, and then came home and started, uh, you know, googling everything about it. Okay, all so, right. Yeah. All right. So so let's just talk about it. So here's here's a synopsis, and I and I don't know if I should. I don't know if I should read the synopsis because for me, it talks a little bit. Uh, I don't know. It's, it says some spoilers because here's the thing. When I see a movie, I try not to watch the trailer ever. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Whenever something comes up, I just, if I'm in the theater, I just close my eyes and plug my ears. Um, and for this movie, I, I didn't see anything. I knew it was, it was out. I knew about, Mm-hmm. Uh, Lee Wanell and and Blumhouse. I knew all of that, but mm-hmm. I I didn't know what the movie was. About. I knew it was about the Invisible Man, obviously, but as yeah. far as the plot goes, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so this this synopsis and every synopsis that I've read has a spoiler that I since I didn't mm-hmm. know about it when I saw the movie, I I, okay. I felt it was very interesting. Um, so I'll just say that uh, Cecilia lives in an abusive relationship, and after she leaves her abuser, she starts experiencing a series of ethereal stuff going on, and she mm-hmm. thinks that somebody's watching her, and she feels like there's somebody in her house, but nobody believes her. That was more or less, more or less. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, 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 guys, your thoughts on on the movie? No spoilers, no spoilers yet. Well, uh, as soon as the movie ended, I, I I turned to Oscar and I and I told him, I don't know if I am mad that the movie wasn't a classic monster type movie, or I am very glad that it wasn't, because again, I I was expecting this whole Dracula, werewolf, Frankenstein, yeah. classic universal monster type of movie. And I, I didn't see any any, any of that. Uh, but I, I was very glad. It was fun, intelligent, suspenseful, emotionally exhausting, mm-hmm. <laughs> with great performances. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the directing it, it, it has a great, great direction. And of course, the, the script. The, the, the bone, the, the structure of the of the movie, um, but it, but it was very 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 entertaining, and and I did I, I had I didn't had any idea where where the movie what the movie was about, hmm. other than there, there was going to be an invisible man. Yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, for me it is uh, is heavy on story and character development, which I think make for a successful horror movie. Because if you don't care about the characters, you're not going to care what's going to happen to them. Mm. So it's not it's not scary. And I think it's very interesting that the movie stole from the victim point of view. Yeah, yeah. 
So you you, you can relate uh, maybe uh, uh, more more, and 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 there's this mystery and this suspense that what what is really going to happen. And right. that was makes makes it scary because the original Halloween, uh, Chucky, and Friday Thirteen. Uh, were scary because you didn't see much of the villain. Right after the villain became iconic, you know, people were rooting for the villain to right. kill. Yeah. So the whole thing that went up the topsy turvy. But in this one, the roots is still there. The the boogeyman is scary because yeah. you don't see it. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. The same as Jaws. The same principle. <laughs> uh, that still Spielberg used with Jaws. Uh, of course, uh, it happened just because of the necessity that the shark wasn't yeah, working. Exactly. And that's why you, you don't get to see the, the shark. But that, that makes it more uh, scary, more suspenseful. What you don't see, what mm -hmm. your mind assumes. Okay. All right. So, um, like I said, I, I didn't see uh, the trailers for this movie. And right off the bat, we, when this movie starts... Um, there is there's a mood being established mm -hmm. uh and i'm talking about specifically of the sound design this movie is full of very interesting sound design decisions um you you get this roaring sea smashing against mm -hmm. rocks and you hear it all throughout that first scene now that first scene tells you so much about what you're about to experience it tells you exactly how you're supposed to see this movie how it, it it's kind of coaching you okay this is where we're going to be showing you this is the way the camera is going to be moving and mm -hmm. i'm going to i'm going to show you that you're supposed to be looking over here as well mm -hmm. as over there and mm -hmm. and it achieves this very simply by just panning to one exactly. side and panning to the left and you see the it's it's very procedural you see you see her doing this and doing that and that first scene is so thrilling it's so suspenseful um and the heightened sound makes it even more dreadful um mm -hmm. it's a very apropos movie for the times that we're living um with the me too uh movement exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a movie about gaslighting. Yes. I mean, you have you have a guy who makes this woman believe that she's basically nothing, yeah. um, and how she tries to break free from this. Um, it's a terrible, abusive relationship. Um, like I said, I think the camera work is is very interesting. Not only in that first scene, but throughout the movie, you have. You have moments where there's a little bit of action, and mm -hmm. they have they have these camera movements where they follow the characters when they fall down. That's very interesting. Yeah. He um, uses that same thing in Upgrade. Okay, I haven't that's, seen Upgrade. That same technique. Oh, it's very good. okay. Okay, yeah, it's like they have they have the camera on a harness and and it's just facing them, like like a, like a GoPro facing you, right? And then it yeah, just. I, I... I thought that was it, but no, it's it's a machine. It's it's a it's kind of yeah like yeah. But, but I was saying it's it, it gives you that feeling like when yes. you're when, like when you're watching somebody run as the camera is mm -hmm. right in front of you, but, but it's project. that. But then falling <laughs> with you, um, yeah. Very 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 interesting uh, 
camera decisions. Um, and I think that the uh, the staging of the movie works mm. very, very well. Um, there's a very important scene in, inside the house, inside the living room, uh, that takes place in what looks like one continuous shot. And just just the staging of that is 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 perfect for this movie. Um, the the acting is superb. I think Elizabeth Moss did a fantastic job because this is almost a one hander. I mean, it, she mm-hmm. she carries the weight yeah, yeah. of this movie almost mm-hmm. entirely. Um, and I um I also like the the economy of the script. Uh, there, there are plot holes, and and that's fine. And we could get into mm-hmm. them when we talk about spoilers. But just keeping in mind that this is a a, a very low budget movie, um, mm-hmm. the way that they achieve this is by making the script as tight as possible. And so mm-hmm. you have things where you barely have any characters. You have maybe six important characters mm-hmm. maybe six mm-hmm. uh you reduce your locations i counted roughly seven um and you are scarce on details like it, it, it doesn't really delve into the how this guy is invisible or not uh, as opposed to a movie like Hollow man where it's you know yeah. it's more interested in how and 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 and, and the, the entire effects of how they did it um but this movie is just they they don't revel in in the transformation the quote unquote transformation of it all. It's just there. It happens. It's there, and that's it. Yeah. Um, and I I think I think that's uh, that was uh, that was a very great decision um, for the type of story that they're telling because this is a very yeah. this is a this is a psychological thriller, plain mm-hmm. and yeah, simple. Yeah. Uh, it does have horror elements, but at at its core, it's a psychological thriller. And I think it works fantastic. Um, uh, yeah, that's, that's that's about it. Before we get into into sport, do you ha- do you guys have anything else you want to add? I think uh, it's a movie that has a great setup and a payoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always great when you when when you have uh, a, a script that that can that can do those plantings and those payoffs well. Uh, Adolfo, anything else? Uh, when you were talking about. Uh, like the camera movement, uh, there there was a scene uh, where even the camera goes out of focus from from, from the the main actress to 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 show us or, or make us think that there's something or someone behind her. Right. So it's it's, it's not only camera movement, it even go out, out of focus. Yeah. So yeah. It, it 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 plays a lot a lot with your mind. Yeah, it's the it, camera it's work real, in general. And and there's some some moments that you don't know if. The character is really there, mm-hmm. so it, it 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 makes you part of the story. Right, right. All right. So how about if we do some spoilers? <clears throat> yes. All right. Here we go. So, uh, spoilers for me. Okay. So I recently saw the preview for the movie. Okay. Um. After I after I I saw the movie. Okay. I, I said okay. So let's let's watch the trailer, and I cannot believe that they tell us that the guy committed suicide. Mm. Um, in the trailer? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, okay. they put that in the trailer, and 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 maybe that's that's kind of they wanted to build it, the the intrigue to for the audience mm-hmm. to to kind of go watch it. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was it was a great uh, reveal. Is this a big reveal? Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. a great reveal. Um, <clears throat> just just, uh, just okay. Well, this guy committed suicide, so how is he gonna? So anyway, <laughs> anyway, I I thought it was great. Um, uh, that I saw it without watching the preview. I think it's a travesty that it's in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, uh, and uh, okay, so as far as as um, the camera work goes, that scene in in the living room where uh, where C where Cecilia is fighting the Invisible Man, that mm-hmm. is just great. I mean, it, yeah. they 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 do a great uh, digital cuts where you can barely see where where the cut goes, and and they they have um, stunt doubles, and you don't even know they're stunt doubles. <laughs> it's uh, it's yeah. just fantastic, and and the the way the way the camera is placed, you're thinking, where the hell is this guy? Because <laughs> they have so much what they call negative space. Yes, um, that he could be the guy could be anywhere. Exactly. Um, he could he could be sitting behind her. He could be standing up. He could yeah. be at the door. You don't know. Yeah. So um, I I was really impressed with that uh, the restaurant scene mm-hmm. where her sister gets uh, gets hacked up. Uh, I wasn't yeah, expecting people... that at all. Me neither. Uh, <laughs> and it was a great. It wasn't a jump scare. It was just. A surprise, mm-hmm. um, surprise, which was yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, which was interesting because this is a thriller, and thrillers they revel in the fact that you know what's going to happen, but mm-hmm. it just yeah. takes time for it to happen. Yeah, exactly. uh, like that beginning scene, mm. it was just it, it was a nail biter, and there was really nothing happening there. She was just getting this and getting that. And her mm-hmm. and her breathing was augmented mm-hmm. by the sound mm-hmm. design and her steps, and you thought, okay, so any any sudden move, any sudden step is gonna yeah. probably wake this guy up. Um, and then the, the car alarm. When the dog <laughs> shows up, you think, oh, this uh, this yeah, dog's exactly. gonna start barking, but he doesn't bark. Well, the the, the, the dog's yeah. plate, uh, the the foot plate first, then the dog and the alarm. Right. So there there are three moments that oh my. And I think also that they set up the location really well because um, it starts there and it ends there. It starts mm-hmm. with with her going in that closet and grabbing mm-hmm. something from that secret location, right? She grabs her duffel bag from there. Yeah. Um, and that's where she hides the suit and that's yes. where she goes and gets it to eventually kill him. Um, yeah. Those are the bread crumbs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Foreshadowing. Um, so it's a great planting and payoff uh, as, as far as the script goes. Mm-hmm. I, I have some quibbles with it uh, in, in the third act kind of devolving into, um, like, I don't want to say super super strength villain, but it was oh, yeah. almost like that. Um, I, 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 was, I was even wondering, does this suit give you extra... Yeah strength or something yeah. like that um i'd also say the same thing yeah the, 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 the kitchen fight scene yeah uh, and even in the beginning 
when this guy just smashes the window for, from the car? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like, what? How? Uh, I think they planted uh, since the beginning that he was strong uh, when he did that. So, yeah. So you could believe the other stuff. Sure. I, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Um, and, There's and, a deleted scene somewhere. <laughs> right, <that>. right. <laughs> uh, yeah, th- just don't give it to George Lucas because he'll probably insert it there somehow. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to say something about the ending. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. I, I like that the movie kept the... When she comes back the to the dinner scene, uh, uh, I like that the movie did that. Because if that scene wasn't there and the movie just ended with his brother taking the blame mm-hmm. and he was still out there, it, for me, it would have been like a typical horror movie, you know? Right. Uh, very, like very generic, like like a Michael Myers. You know he's still out there. Mm-hmm. But that final scene gave it a resolution. Uh, it made me think like, okay, the filmmaker just wanted to do this movie and wanted to do a good movie. Just thinking about this one, not thinking about the sequels or the franchise. Just make one good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that for me is what set it apart and brought it to another level of sophistication. Okay. And leave the door open for The Invisible Woman. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I also have some uh, reservations with the... With, uh, side characters because they're dumb they're <laughs> so dumb um which ones everyone everyone okay. is so dumb i mean guys you can kind of piece this together uh-huh. okay let's 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 think about this okay so if 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 you have a guy who committed suicide you have probably the police go to his house right and inspect the house, right? And make sure that this guy is dead, dead, right? Mm-hmm. But Elizabeth, uh, Cecilia, Cecilia, she just takes it at face value. She doesn't see. She knows this guy is capable of mm-hmm. all this stuff, right? And she doesn't think about maybe doing a little bit of research to make sure that this guy is really dead. She just takes it at face value, just trusting this other guy who she's never met. Um, and then, and then her sister just suddenly getting this email and, and saying, okay, so this is how you really feel (laughs) when, when she's never, ever said anything like that, or she's never even acted like that. Um, and, but that kind of uh, that kind of thing happened to me uh, with a friend of mine years ago, and we started we stopped talking after that. He did send me a WhatsApp that said a lot of nasty things that came out of nowhere, and I remember I told my late friend uh, what happened to this person. Why did he tell me all of this? And then he just blocked me, and to this day I never knew what happened. So that that could work. That could happen. You know, out of nowhere, someone just say random things. Yeah, but did this person come up to your house and act like nothing happened? And then no, you said, that... hey, <laughs> you, you just sent me these crappy texts. <laughs> what's, what's What the hell is going on? And this yeah, person adult... told you, dude, I never I never sent that. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, adults would have talked about it. Right. Like, like in the movie. Uh, I see what you're and, saying. And I understand that the movie just needs to move on. 
right? Yeah. I mean, they can't focus on this, so just just move on. Mm-hmm. And and I get it. It's just just me thinking back on on the script. Um, it's just a little weird. And then people in the in the I don't know if it's a psych ward or the prison ward. Um, they were dumb. They were <laughs> oh, really yeah. dumb. Um, yeah. like dominoes one by one. Yeah. <laughs> um. Which is and and that, that that was one of those scenes where I said, okay, this guy has superpowers, because mm-hmm. he can even bend a guy's hand and point it directly at his knee without the guy even mm-hmm. slapping his hand or doing anything. The guy just stares at the gun. Yeah. Right. But anyway, whatever. It was fun. <laughs> it was it was a fun scene. Yeah, it's not an he's Leonel is not an action director, maybe. <laughs> maybe, but, but this, great this, story. yeah, I mean, it was fun. So I I don't know if it's it was if it was the action. It was more more on the script level, as if you know they wrote this, and I don't think this would happen this way. But whatever. I mean, I enjoyed it anyway. So it, it's just a small quibble. Nitty gritty. Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, and and this is this is not a, a a negative on it, but I I kind of knew in the back of my mind that the brother was in it. Uh, yeah. Uh, the second time that they went to the to his office, because mm-hmm. um, it was very convenient that he had those pictures out. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I said the same. Said, thing. Why would you Why would you have a Manila folder next to you with the pictures of your dead brother? Uh-huh. Exactly. Um, so yeah, so I was uh, suspecting, and then, and then, after after uh, after Cecilia escapes the um, the prison, and uh, she calls up her friend, and she says, "Hey, you gotta go to your home because your your daughter's in <laughs> trouble." Then suddenly, the Invisible Man gets to 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 the house so quickly. Her, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and th- so that's when I said, "All right, this this is not the same guy. This is somebody else because mm-hmm. he can't run from the prison to his house like that." Um, yeah, and you know that in that part, there's a cameo. Uh, there's a jigsaw, uh, a Billy the Puppet from oh, really? the Saw franchise. Yeah, in the mural, when she takes the guy's car uh, to go chase the Invisible Man, um, the mural has the face of Billy the Puppet, the puppet from Saw. Um, I, I oh, saw when, it the when she takes time. when she takes the 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 guy who crashes the yeah. car with the okay okay exactly yeah, yeah. when she takes his car and and she goes uh, in the reverse you can see in the mural of the the mural uh the face of the puppet okay all right Saul. cool cool all right Easter eggs Easter egg yeah nice nice hey. all right so um do you guys recommend this movie of course, a hundred percent. All right, I've, yeah. I've told everybody about it. <laughs> yeah, too late. <laughs> yeah, and and even though I I saw it uh, as a rental, because you know, given given the circumstances that we're right now, I can't go to a movie theater. Um, yeah. so I rented it, and and it was it was a really fun watch. I I saw it all alone in the dark. Uh, so one thing that I love about horror movies is seeing it in the theater with a crowd because I like to see the reaction. Yeah, yeah. And there were two moments: the moment in the attic with the paint, mm-hmm. everybody in the theater just screamed. Like I, I saw it with my friends, and everybody just jumped and screamed. And the other one was uh, in the restaurant with the knife. 
when it was just floating there. Um, I like that type of jump scare because you didn't hear a loud bang. You know, you just saw the yeah, knife. Yeah, it's a visual. It's a visual gag. It, exactly. And that was enough. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty smart. And those two moments in the theater, people just screamed. And I loved it. Yeah, well... Um, uh, oh, and an- another yeah, go, thing. Go ahead. A uh, foreshadowing. Uh, um, in the attic, we see that kitchen knife inside a, a, bla- a bag. Right. Which is, is referencing, like, evidence. But we don't know it yet. But then that's going to be the murder weapon when she kills him. Exactly. So it was kind of foreshadowing that. Like, this is going to be the murder weapon you use. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to be used as evidence. Yeah. Um, so uh, comparing this movie to to the other Invisible Man movie of recent memory, um, Hollow Man... Um, do you know what I'm talking about? Hollow Man? Yes. The Paul Verhoeven I saw version? It. I saw it and I love it with Kevin Bacon. Okay. All right. So so I consider that movie kind of a guilty pleasure. Exactly. Guilty um, <laughs> it, it completely falls apart in the third act. I mean, that third act is terrible. Um, it's but, a typical cliche slasher. Yeah. And, and, and the difference... Of 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 this movie, The Invisible Man and Hollow Man, is is I would say it's a genre, because yeah. The Invisible Man, like I said, I think it's it's just a psychological thriller, and Hollow is. Man is more of a more of an action horror movie. I don't even yeah. I don't even, I don't even know because at that time they were basically focusing on the effects. That yes. was the pull for that movie. That's that's why I went to see it in the theater when they when it came out. Um, I, I think they did a fantastic job with with the effects. Don't get me wrong, but it's just it was more focused on the how than on the why. And um, I think uh, as as far as story goes, I'd much rather have this type of film where you're basically focusing on the victim mm-hmm. and then have this invisible man be the boogeyman right um in hollow man you you have your protagonist is the invisible man and mm-hmm. um you're focusing on the effects and how do they do that um they they have an entire scene with the with the whole transformation um so I don't know. I, I, I really, really enjoyed this this version a lot more than than Hollow Man. Um, plus, I well, think. Well, Yeah, go ahead. No, the the they're opposite genres. They're very different because Hollow Man is a very uh, popcorn blockbuster movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like it has these high thrills, the the slasher. He has a big star. It has the stunts, special effects. Versus this one that is more independent, low budget, and story focused. So that right there is what differentiates the two. Because um, I think that horror doesn't need movie stars. It just needs a good concept mm-hmm. uh, for, for it to be effective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and setting up mood is so important. Um, like, like I said in the beginning, this movie sets it up from the start i mean before the credits go up you already get 
that sense of dread. Um, and it, 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 this is a completely different movie, but it reminds me of a movie like The Witch. I don't know if you saw that movie, but yes, that I is did. an entire mood piece. That that, so, yeah. that movie is is a hundred percent mood. Yeah, and everything everything works uh, in that movie in service of that mood, um, and it sets it up right from the get go. And the same thing happens with with this movie, and I love it. I love it. And I know I don't know if you watch uh, Hereditary. Yeah, uh, which mm -hmm. is another mood piece, uh, and that whole scene. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> That's why I watch horror movies. I love it when a movie surprises me. And when I say I saw it with two other people, that all three of us just went in complete shock. Shock. We look at each other like, "This, this really happened? Did that just happen?" I love it. I love. It. I love. It. That's why I love horror movies. <laughs> All right. So if you guys don't have anything else to to add, I think that's going to be it for the show. Um, Adolfo, where can people find you and your work on social media? Well, my Instagram is Adolfis02 and my Facebook is Adolfo Buso Stephens. That's my fan page. All right. What about you, Oscar? Don't find me. I'm on vacation. Okay. Don't call me. I'll call you. Excellent. <laughs> Is is there any any anywhere where um, the audience should be looking at uh, just to see if you put something up on online? Not right now. All right. Well, um, you can find us on Twitter at Media Review Pod. And that's Media R E V U E Pod, and you can send us emails with questions, comments, and suggestions to Media Review Pod at gmail .com, or you can leave a voicemail message by calling four zero seven six zero three. 5847 please don't forget to subscribe to our feed and rate and review the pod guys thank you so much thank you so much for being here and to all our listeners out there make something express it live it feel it but please please don't forget to breathe and wash your hands and for good measures don't touch your face so much till next time have a good one stay safe <laughs>